You're listening to the Savannah Zombie Podcast, the podcast of author Josh Vasquez. That's me, and it's the podcast where I talk about all kinds of things, books, writings, uh, sometimes filmmaking, sometimes just movies, and occasionally zombies, which day we're going to kind of talk about today in a roundabout way. Um, hey, hey, what's up? What's up, everybody? How's it going? Um, sorry, it's been like um, pretty much almost a month. Actually, I think it's almost a month today um, since the last episode. Um, yeah, we'll definitely uh, definitely try to get more uh, uh, <laughs> on a consistent schedule than that. It's just been, man, these ah, 2020 is just weird, man. Like, it's like, okay, I don't have, I don't, uh, I'm not just, I'm like not in the mood to do a podcast episode today. Um, so I'll just, I'll do it tomorrow. And then next thing you know, it's a month later. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much just what happened. It was like one of those, I was like, oh, well, okay, cool. I don't have my headphones, so I'm actually in the mood to record something. Let me record something real quick. Oh wait, I don't have my headphones. Dang, all right, well, cool. I'll do it tomorrow. Wake up next day. Man, I don't want to do this, man. I don't even know what I'm going to talk about. <sighs> but anyways, you know, that's, that's, that's a life, you know, that's, that's how it, that's how it gets you. Just wears you down. But, uh, anyways, let's get out of here. Get out of your intro music. We're, we're done with you. You've, you've introed the episode. Thank you. Um, and, uh, anyways, hey, um, so this episode, I'm going to say this week, but you know how that goes. Um, this episode, uh, so really, honestly, it kind of like came down to the minute. I was like, I really need to do an episode. I don't know what I'm going to talk about. Um, so what am I going to talk about? So um, I had planned on kind of doing a uh, an audio commentary on um, the original Night of the Living Dead. And I watched the movie, um, downloaded it because uh, it's on uh, Amazon Prime Video. And uh, if you have that app on your phone, you can like download movies so you're not using like data later. Um, and uh, so I had downloaded it on my phone and was kind of watching it here and there and uh, never finished it. Um, never got the chance to go back and uh, actually record a uh, audio commentary with it either. So here I am, you know, I got a bunch of pieces and, um, you know, not really sure what to do with them. So we're going to piece this together throughout the episode. <laughs> this is Frankenstein episode. Um, but uh, yeah, so anyways. Um, what I got thinking about, I was like, well, you know, like, Night of the Living Dead's pretty influential, um, you know, not just to the zombie genre, um, being that it is the first, pretty much, uh, zombie movie, um, but, uh, for me, I mean, it's pretty influential for, uh, for a lot of my creative endeavors, you know, um, so this episode's gonna be kind of dedicated towards Night of the Living Dead, um, and if you know anything about this podcast, uh, this is not the the in-depth, uh, behind-the-scenes podcast. Um, if you want to know more about Night of the Living Dead, um, I think there's a documentary called uh, Birth of the Living Dead. Um, I think that's also on Amazon Prime. Um, so you should go check that out. It's really good. Uh, it tells the story about how this movie kind of came to be. Um, about More about George Romero. Um, so yeah, if you want to know more information about that, that 
this is not that episode. This episode is basically how um, this uh, zombie movie um, inspired uh, me to eventually write the Savannah Zombie novel series uh, to get involved with the uh, uh, filmmaking stuff that I do. Um, and really, I mean, it's just really, it was a huge catalyst just for me. Um, um, I know a bunch of other people were influenced by this movie as well. Um, so it's just, it's just interesting to see how like this, uh, little, uh, black and white, uh, movie that came out in 1968 and how it just really changed a lot of things, changed a lot of things. Um, so, uh, if you don't know what A Night of the Living Dead is, hey, you know what? Stop this podcast. Go watch that movie. It's not very long, um, especially by today's standards. You can go check that out. Um, it is in black and white. Don't let that deter you. It is uh, pretty good. Um, it definitely is um, a little bit on the older side, so some of the stuff does seem kind of hokey. Um, but yeah, it's still it's still really good. Like I, As I was re-watching it in uh, pieces the other day, I was like, you know what, there's some really good stuff in here, um, even though some of it does kind of seem like, you know, hokey, but for at the time, you gotta remember, it was, it was pretty intense stuff, um, but anyways, uh, so just briefly, a uh, rundown of my story with The Night of the Living Dead, um, I think I had, I had come across, like, the Living Dead movies, um, before I actually saw The Night of the Living Dead, I think it was one of those ones where, um, I want to say it was Return of the Living Dead 2, I think I had caught it on TV, possibly one of like the movie channels kind of deal, and, um, it was a scene, like, there's like a scene very in the beginning where like they they have like one of the original zombies from the the Night of the Living Dead, um, and it's like in a like in a uh, like basically in a barrel, and um, like one guy's like, hey, you know, do you want to see it? And like they open it up, and you just like see like this decomposed like nasty face, and I think I noped out of there real quick. I was like, yeah, no, I don't, I don't want to watch this. I don't like it. Um, and that was really, that was, that was it. Um, I think I had, I had some nightmares from that for a while. I don't remember how old I was. Probably, I don't know. I don't know how old I was when I saw that, but kind of noped out of there real quick. It was like, nah, no, thank you. Um, and then, uh, let's see, I think I was, I want to say I was like 13, um, when I finally found, uh, or discovered Night of the Living Dead. Um, I was home by myself, middle of the day, um, don't know where my mom and younger brothers were, dad was obviously at work, um, but my mom and brothers had gone somewhere, and I was home by myself, uh, which happened a lot, so, uh, we had, uh, cable, and, um, when you have cable when you're 13, what do you look for? You know, you look for boobies. And, uh, yeah, I'm not proud of it, okay? Alright, but I was 13, and I was a boy, and had raging hormones and, uh, cable, cable access. So, um, anyways, uh, was looking for something that would possibly maybe show some, uh, some boobage. And, uh, 
I feel like a 13 year old boy just talking about it just super but anyways like hey this is this is a part of my life it's how I found it out and not you know not proud of it but you know hey it happened and uh, yep uh, so anyways that's how I discovered the zombie movies is through my 13 year old uh, uh, <laughs> hormones but uh, anyways so uh, looking through the TV guide uh, looking at the ratings you know looking for that R rating um, and I find one that says uh, says you are and I'm like you are and I had like I think I had like look it up like on like the little guide and I was like that's unrated man what's that means it ain't got no rating oh man I gotta check this out so anyways I like start watching it and uh, yeah man it really uh, really just caught me I was like caught me off guard I remember being like actually scared like in the middle of the daytime um, just kind of like dude this is I've never seen anything like this before and as opposed to like before where I saw that scene from uh, Return of the Living Dead um, I was not like grossed out it was more along the lines of like like this is like like fascinating like it caught my caught my attention and I was like okay this this is kind of cool because the cool thing about zombies is um, they can be defeated they're not this like undefeatable uh, monster uh, they are you know you can you can kill them um, but um, it takes a certain required way of doing it and um, if there's a lot of them it can be very hard so um, yeah it's not like it's a completely like you know uh, Jason's chasing you in the woods and no matter how fast you run he's still right there behind you you know just strolling along um, you know Freddy uh, you go to sleep and you're stuck in a dream world and then then he's got you like that's 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 scary because of, man you can't go to sleep come on man let me go to sleep Freddy man I'm just trying to get some sleep dude oh man what was his deal man I, don't, I, I need to go back and rewatch Nightmare on Elm Street but like I get the whole like he was like a like a pedophile the townsfolk burned him and like like it was a revenge kind of maybe I don't know but like dude like really like uh, what are you doing man like you got unlimited access to a dream world and you're chasing teenagers and killing them bro come on dude you got some you need to watch some more Rick and Morty dude anyways back to Night of Living Dead uh, so yeah I discovered it and I was like man zombies are, are, are super cool um, I don't even really remember like where I went from Night of the Living Dead to like further zombie stuff. Um, I think I eventually watched. Uh, I never really got into the Return of the Living Dead. I think I remember watching like the first one um, because I learned that basically, you know, what happened is like the creators of Night of the Living Dead, um, one of the writers, and then George Romero didn't really see eye, eye, eye to eye on, on where to go with the series so they kind of basically um, went their separate ways uh, George Romero went on to make the uh, the dead movies which is Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead um, and then you know later on uh, more movies and then the other guy who I can't remember his name is uh, I don't I don't remember who it is um, but he went on to make the the Living Dead movies which is Return of the Living Dead and Return of the Living Dead 2 I think there's Return of the Living Dead 3 and then they eventually get into like the straight to DVD like like <laughs> rave to the grave like all like all these dumb like knockoffs um, 
which I would eventually watch like in my later teens and be like these these movies are dumb I don't want to do anything like this uh, which I guess that was another kind of influence thing too um, but yeah so it basically this movie just uh, uh, started off this love for zombies and the zombie genre uh, so as a teenager like this was a thing that I would come back to all the time um, I spent a lot of time playing the game Doom but not in a scary like uh, you know put me on an FBI watch list kind of way just the normal like teenage like this game is like super super violent like you know it just just it's just fun um so I played a lot of that and of course that has zombies in it um uh I wrote a lot of like uh stories and stuff like that and I always had these ideas uh for books um I had like let's see when we get to like ninth grade um so I'm about uh, probably about 14, 15-ish, probably, yeah, um, probably just about 15, um, started writing this one story, and it grew into this idea for a trilogy, I wrote, like, outlines for all three books, um, pretty much wrote, I'd say a good four-fifths, maybe, like, 80% of the first book, um, but, uh, it was just one of those things, yeah, one, surprise, I just never finished, and um, uh, I would take things from that and put them into the Savannah Zombie novel later, um, but uh, yeah, so, but that had zombies in it, and the, the whole main, uh, like, I guess, there's a big, a big core of it was, like, it was kind of based on uh, the Doom games, uh, basically it was like what happens like if this stuff like comes to life but it's based in in my school which again not like in an FBI watch list kind of way where like hey he's basing a, a book on on doom but it's set in his school like everybody gets out of the school except for like me and like a small group of people for some reason plot reasons and uh, so like not like it's like a like a, a school shooting fantasy kind of deal. It's more along the lines of a, a you know like what happened if this game trapped us in the one place that we fear the most as teenagers at school, and like we now have to fight off like these zombies and demons in uh, in school, and like what if like the zombies and demons like are like our like classmates and, and, and teachers. So it's not so much more you know like I said scary. <laughs> scary uh, uh fantasy as it is more just like this you know there's a lot of like almost uh uh, uh breakfast club vibe to this uh what if like breakfast club in in doom kind of met <laughs> and had a baby that was what it was pretty much and you're going kind of slow on the interstate here buddy uh the joys of doing the podcast <laughs> while driving it's like, uh don't know if you know this but it's time to accelerate <laughs> Um, so anyways, yeah, uh, big love of zombie movies. I'd go on to, you know, watch more as a teenager, um, as an older teenager, getting into high school, um, and really start to notice that there's, um, there's really, there's two different kinds of zombie movies. There's really good zombie movies, and then there's horrible, really, really bad zombie movies. And I just remember seeing, like, this whole, like, just flux of them. And like I said earlier, like the like kind of straight to uh, DVD, uh, straight to video um, ones of like the Return of the Living Dead, Raid to the Grave. Um, what was another one called? I don't know. They they all had like really dumb names, and the plot was horrible, and they were just not well acted, and you know like 
some of them were like it was almost like they just tacked on like zombies into a few scenes so they could say it was uh just say it was a return to the living dead movie and like i was like i don't know um but yeah so eventually like i kind of wanted to uh uh branch out into uh, filmmaking, uh, so this is uh, like a four-year span in high school. Uh, by the time I get to uh, 12th grade, senior year, I'm uh, 17, 18, and um, me and a buddy get this idea, like we're, you know, we watch zombie movies together and stuff like that. Uh, I think we had just watched the Night of the Living Dead uh, 3D remake, because the thing about Night of the Living Dead is that... Um, for some, oh they they changed the name of the movie at like the last minute and in doing that changing the title card at the very beginning of the movie they forgot to put the copyright notice on it so it pretty much left Night of the Living Dead in this open limbo of it has no copyright and literally anybody can sell it and anybody can make money off of it and anybody can make a version of it that they want um, which really sucks for John Romero, but I mean, he would eventually, you know, come back with other movies. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it's, I think probably one of the like top selling movies like ever, but there's no way of really like knowing exactly how much it's sold because anybody could sell it. Um, so anyways, the Night of the Living Dead, uh, remake that's in 3D, which was like the really cheesy like 3D uh, like going back to like the 50s like 3D stuff um, uh, but this was in color uh, yeah it was it just really it was really not good like there's some parts that were like funny but they were like tongue-in-cheek uh, like playing off of the original movie and I remember just watching that one I'm like this is just not good um, and then there was another movie that we watched and it was called hide and creep and it was super low budget, super indie, um, and you could tell by the effects and just the acting and all that stuff. But it was a really good movie. It was enjoyable. I was like, well, we can do this. We can do something like this better than what we Night of the Living Dead reboot did, um, the 3D one. Uh, it's like, we can do something better than that, but we could do something on like this level. So we got in our heads this idea that we could make the zombie movie and, uh, you know, we were like, we really want to take it back to basics. We really want to keep it basic. Um, so we went and looked at Night of the Living Dead, um, the original one, and we're like, all right, so what are the things in this that make this movie work? Um, what are the things that, you know, make this a good zombie movie? Um, and uh, what can we learn from it? So, like, the big thing is, it's like there's really only one major set piece and that's the farmhouse um so we're like all right well we need to keep our locations and our sets down to like just like one maybe two places um that'll help with with us like we don't have to like you know ask too many people to like hey can we use the space um plus it'll be easier to shoot because we'll just all be in one place um so we narrowed our our, our like script ideas like down to like one place like what's another thing it, it does it, well there's not like a lot of characters and it. it's not like juggling a lot uh you have your your main character ben um and then uh you have barbara who's 
guess a main character it's really weird because the whole movie starts off like if you haven't well like I said if you haven't seen it you need to stop listening and go watch the movie if you have seen it then you know that the movie starts off with Barbara and Johnny brother and sister going to visit their father's grave Johnny gets killed Barbara runs off and basically just stays in like this <laughs> like a haze stupor for the rest of the movie and it's pretty much just people just like moving her around and taking care of her which is kind of dumb and cheesy but is somewhat realistic because some people just shut down um for example, I was watching America's Funniest Home Videos with the family the other day, and like uh, it was a surprise party video, and they bring out this older lady, um, and she sees everybody, and she just faints, and I'm like, I don't, I just don't understand it. Like, why do people just faint? Like, how is that your body's natural response to like <laughs> to a surprise? Is just to shut off? Like, that doesn't make any sense. But, um, I mean, it kind of does sometimes. I mean, sometimes people have the, the fight or flight, and some, pe <laughs> some people just die. <laughs> they just faint. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so, Night of the Living Dead, they really only have the, a few main characters. Like I said, Ben, uh, Barbara, uh, Tom and Judy are a young couple that are in down in the basement with the Coopers, which is a small family of three. Um... Uh, a dad mom and then uh, the young girl who has been uh, injured bitten uh, nobody it does I don't I can't remember if it really says um, but uh, yeah she's she's not feeling good um, so yeah so that's like what six people I don't really consider the little girl a main character because I mean she stays in the basement the whole time and then eventually you know kills her mom with the with the spade um, I mean, yeah, Barbara's really, I guess technically, I mean, she, one, like, she got, like I said, she got the main, like, billing, or one of the main billings, and, but still, like, she doesn't, she doesn't do anything in the whole movie, I mean, Ben is your, is your, uh, moving force throughout the movie, pushing, pushing everyone to, you know, like, hey, we can get through this, we can, we can do this, um, when Mr. Cooper is just trying to get everybody to get back in the basement and hide, um, you got, uh, you got Ben that's pushing, like, no, we need to stay up here where we can see everything and, uh, push everybody, uh, pushing everybody to kind of, like, you know, we can, we can fight this thing until somebody comes to save us. Um, so yeah, we decided that, um, because of that, we were going to just do, like, small cast and we decided on four people, um, just to keep it simple, four people, and then, of course, you know, our zombies, which... It's kind of where zombie movies, that's where they tend to get more in the numbers and stuff like that. It's starting to rain, so if you hear anything in the background, that's, that's the rain and my windshield wipers um, keeping the windshield clear on the interstate. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, we wanted to keep it, uh, keep the, the cast number down and all that character so you're not having to juggle so many people. Um, which, again, you know, production-wise, that means you don't have to find as many people to, hey... Uh, you know, we're, we're teenage kids at the time. We're like, hey, so do you want to be in this movie with us? Like, you want to help us out with it? And, uh, kind of deal. Um, so, yeah. And a lot of those things would go to venture on into uh, the Savannah Zombie novel. Uh, same thing. I want to keep that main cast down. Um, which, well, like, if you've read the books, which hopefully you have. Hopefully you've read the books and you're listening to this, you're listening to this podcast. But, you know, like, I guess different audiences for different things um uh 
but still kind of weird but whatever um you do you okay and uh anyway so yeah in the books i've got i got the four main characters i've got uh jeremy who i guess is kind of like the main main character i guess um uh but uh then we also have ben who is uh callback to uh ben from the night of living dead um then tori and lex and uh yeah that rounds out the the main cast of course supporting cast has been added on um we have a few more main characters now i guess they've been kind of graduated into uh into uh main cat character status uh kind of like how the walking dead like you know people like start off as supporting characters and then they eventually become like main characters and then next thing you know rick's gone and daryl's the main character and it's like what is what is what is going on um but anyways yeah not a knock against daryl love daryl um it was just it was super weird when like rick left the show but i get it um reasons you know um so yeah a lot of that stuff that um we took from Nine of the Living Dead and put into uh, like our movie that never happened. Um, you know, I took a lot of those things and translated them into the novel, into uh, A New Death, the first Savannah zombie novel, and um, going on and then writing it. Uh, go back and rewatch that movie several times. Um, really, the big influences for that book were, you know, Nine of the Living Dead. Um, the rest of uh, Romero's dead movies, um, but I really focused the first book so much more on on the uh, Night of the Living Dead. Um, pulled some things from uh, the Dawn of the Dead remake by Zack Snyder. Uh, there's like uh, you know fast zombies, a uh, mixture of slow zombies, the older Romero type zombies, and then uh, the faster Zack Snyder. You know, 28 Days Later like rage zombies. Um, put a lot of those uh, put those in there kind of to give it a mix um, just a tie between the old and the new and then uh, what else uh, the zombie uh, survival guide by Max Brooks and World War Z those became huge influences when I went to go write the book um, and uh, but yeah Night of the Living Dead was pretty much like the the big the big uh, influence there um, and um, kind of how it was my introduction to zombie genre i really wanted uh a new death to be kind of almost like it was like almost like my love letter to the zombie genre and there was just a lot of things in there that i i put in there that were like callbacks to not the living dead um like there's a funny scene um i don't think it was intentionally meant to be funny but uh when uh mr cooper finally comes up from the basement <laughs> and uh they're kind of like hey what's going on up here because uh Ben's just been hammering up and, and boarding up the whole house, you know, to make it safe. Um, thinking it was just him and Barbara, but uh, <laughs> but lo and behold, there's like five more people down in the basement that could have been helping. And uh, anyways, Mr. Cooper runs up real quick and he sees the radio and he just goes, "A radio!" <laughs> and it's, it's kind of funny now, but uh, uh, yeah. So anyways, that was a little something I put in the books. Like there's a uh, one. One of the characters, like, uh, he's kind of in a stupor too, kind of like Barbara is, um, throughout the movie of Nine Living Dead. Um, and, uh, when he kind of, like, like, catches something, he says, like, a radio, and then, like, he, like, jumps up and says, a radio! And, uh, anyways, it's, you know, just a little thing that, you know, like, if you're a fan of Nine Living Dead, there's a lot of callbacks in that first book, um, a lot of little things that I try to put in there. Um, just little Easter eggs, um, just little homages kind of deal. 
Um, but yeah, and it's still like, I mean, even going back and just watching this movie recently, um, really kind of, it's like one of those things that like whenever I need that like zombie invigorating, like, you know, like get back in the zombie, um, mood and all that stuff. Um, I can watch that and it's like, okay, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Um, learn things from it. And, um, yeah, so, I mean, that's basically kind of in a nutshell how Night of the Living Dead has influenced me. Um, it's uh, basically, yeah, it's definitely influenced the books that I write. Uh, it's influenced uh, me as a filmmaker. Um, it was a very low-budget film, very, you know, uh, you know, low-budget. I say low-budget, but, you know, like, there wasn't, like, that much... Um, I don't know, it's, a, it's, just, it's, just, it's an older movie, like, they really, I mean, they did put a lot of production into it, but, you know, it's still, compared to a lot of movies then, it's still low budget, um, and compared to now, it's a pretty extremely low budget, but, uh, yeah, so that's a thing that I would take into, like, filmmaking, and it's like, alright, uh, they did a lot of, like, workarounds and stuff like that, trying to figure things out how they go, different people on the set were doing different jobs, you know, you might be an actor in one scene, but you might be a hairstylist in the next, um, that kind of stuff, uh, really just kind of, uh, gorilla style, um, not like the big monkey, but like, you know, like, uh, you know, on the street, you know, <laughs> gorilla, I don't know, man, it's early, leave me alone, um, but, uh, yeah, so, yeah, take that into the filmmaking, and, and as technology, like, has changed from when I was in high school, and we were trying to decide, like, all right, we can't afford to get film, so, like, we're going to have to do digital video, which is, like, still on, like, little tapes. And we're, like, so we have to get these cameras, like, <laughs> and it's just very immediate, like, money wall. And, like, we don't have money for this stuff, you know? Like, we can maybe go to Goodwill and try to find some, like, old stuff. But, like, we still don't have money for that. <laughs> um, like, uh... So, but now, like, you have, you have an iPhone or you have an, an Android in your, in your pocket with an amazing movie camera on it. Um, all you gotta do is add a few things, like, like, for the little short, uh, movie that we made for Dead Pixel Pictures, I used my phone, I used a little, uh, handheld grip, uh, that you put your phone in, and for some of the scenes, I added a wide-angle lens just to get a bigger picture, um, but other than that, um, other than, you know, I just had a little, uh, it's a, an external plug-in, uh, Rode, uh, directional mic, um, and put, and it, that attaches right to my grip. I mean, that's, that, that was it, man. That's what I used. And, uh, you can go to Dead Pixel Pictures, uh, on YouTube right now. And I just uploaded the, um, the little teaser trailer for the, the movie and for the anthology that it's kind of, you know, supporting a part of. Um, the Devil's Due Anthology by uh, Valhalla Books. Um, you can go check out that teaser. It's on the Dead Pixel uh, Pictures Instagram uh, page if you'd rather go check it out there. Um, but, yeah, like, all those things that I've learned over the years from Night of the Living Dead, from watching it, from the behind-the-scenes stuff and how it was made, like, that's all tied into me filmmaking, like, at, at my filmmaking style so far. Um, as I get started in this, um, it's very basic. Like I, I don't want to, uh, like, I just want to focus on the story and getting that told on screen. Um, not that like learning a lot of stuff about filmmaking is not important. I, I do think it is important to know, um, and have as many tools in your tool bag as you can. 
Um, but, uh, yeah, right now, like, it's like, Hey, let's just do this. Like, let's do this cheaply. Let's do it basic. Let's, but let's do it good. You know, let's use the tools that we have to make something. And I feel like we did that with our first, the first short film and dead pixel pictures. Uh, we'll be doing a watch party for that. Um, I think it's the weekend before Halloween. I don't, I don't know the date right off the top of my head. Um, but I do know, I think it's that weekend right before, uh, we actually already recorded, uh, a zoom interview with some of the authors for the anthology for, uh, it's con dash tenual. Um, it's basically just, uh, uh, an online convention almost kind of deal. Um, you can go on Facebook and uh, like them or ask to, I think it's a group, ask to join the group. And it's got a bunch of different stuff. Um, if you're kind of missing that con scene because 2020 just killed everything. Um, and uh, yeah, if you want to check that out, I'd say suggest checking it out. I'll pitch it a little bit more as it comes up uh, closer to when we're doing the watch party. But yeah, we're going to do a watch party for the, the short film on there. Um, so it's going to be the first time that we debut it. But you can go check out that teaser now. Um, if you really want to help out, uh, really, we could use the likes and subscribes on YouTube. We don't really have a lot of content uh, right now. Kind of just really just getting started. Um, we're also in the process of getting everything ready for uh, starting our little series, Oh No Zombies. Um, which is, again, low budget. Um, just these little short little, uh, you know, probably 30 second to a minute clips that we'll make, um, uh, if even that, um, um, this little kind of, it's not even like a, a continual series. It's just little, little short episodes that are, are dumb and funny. Um, but they'll kind of be almost, uh, not a living dead esque. Um, so yeah, we're getting that, that set up. We're getting our zombies cast and getting them, uh, in a place where they can do it. So, uh, but yeah, a bunch of exciting stuff coming up. Um, as we get more into the spooky times, uh, you know, there's a time where I start, I start rolling, start getting into things a little bit more. Um, so, you know, September's almost over and we're almost in October, October. So we, we'll get into stuff. Um, I'll probably be doing a lot more episodes in October just because, you know, there's more stuff to talk about. Um, as far as this podcast goes and plus like i was thinking about it like before it's like man normally like you know you got movies and stuff to talk about and there's all all these different things coming out but because 2020 was just like you know what no stuff for you guys i just saw that the the marvel movies got pushed back to next year for sure so we're not getting black widow we're not getting the Eternals until next year um like it's like i'm trying to look on the bright side well we get three movies next year so that's good uh, I know, I know, listen, I know COVID is a serious thing, and I know a lot of people's lives have been affected for the worse. Um, I'm not downplaying that, but at the same time, like, it's it's okay to feel different emotions about different things, okay, guys? I don't know if you know that. It's mentally healthy, all right? So be mentally healthy and feel different things about different things, okay? That's cool, all right? Be in your feelings. It's It's fine, all right? Sorry, rant over. Um, everybody's oh, everybody's so touchy nowadays. It's just like ah, oh. like, and that's another thing I guess that might have like kept me back from like <laughs> doing an episode is there would just be times where I'd be like, oh, I really want to talk about this. Ooh, I really want to talk about this. But then I'm like, uh, I'm I'm not gonna talk about that. Like I had an idea for doing uh like politics and, and the zombie apocalypse and um 
like how that plays into things and i'm like nope uh had an episode an idea episode for like government conspiracies and how i'm not like a really conspiracy theorist but like what in the world's going on right now guys um kind of deal and so yeah there's a lot, <laughs> a lot of things just for my own mental well-being i had to just take a step back and be like yeah we're not gonna we're not gonna do that episode so anyways yeah um let's play yeah there we go get some music in there all right so hey thanks for listening um to me talk about nine living dead and why it's an awesome movie and how it's influenced me in a lot of things that i do um do me a favor go to uh youtube go to uh dead pixel pictures uh check out the teaser like it give it that thumbs up you know um all the things that the youtubers say subscribe uh like i said we have the one video up right now but we'll have the oh no zombies coming up soon so yeah definitely subscribe if you want to be seeing some of that content which you will because i'll be talking about it on here and you're like man he keeps talking about that stuff i should go check it out and boom you already subscribed after this episode you're getting that stuff you know what i'm saying just do it i haven't even had coffee yet y'all that's crazy um <laughs> So, uh, yeah, and if you enjoy this podcast, if you enjoy my monthly episodes of me ranting about random things, um, subscribe. Yeah, subscribe if you're not already subscribed. Um, and uh, leave me a review wherever you leave, um, wherever you leave reviews at, or wherever you listen to this podcast at, whether it's Apple, whether it's Spotify, whether it's Anchor FM, you know, um, It'd be super helpful. And hey, you know, if you really want to help, if you really want to help me just get up off the ground level of this podcast floor, I don't want to have a big podcast. I don't want to be the next Joe Rogan. I don't want to be the next last podcast of on the left. You know, like, I just want to be just a decent podcast. Hey, if you want to help out, go follow me on all the different apps, you know? Like, if you follow, if you listen to me on Apple, go download Spotify and, and, and subscribe to me on there on the Savannah Zombie Podcast or hey, open up Anchor FM. It's a cool app. You can make your own podcast. You could be like me, which doesn't take much. It doesn't take much. Um, but yeah, so yeah, if you really want to be like, hey, you know, I don't have, uh, I don't even have a Patreon. Like, you don't, you guys don't have to pay me for things. Like, if you want to help me out, just go subscribe to my different things. Help me out there. Leave me reviews, five stars. If you're gonna leave me a one-star review, just don't, you know? Like, just don't do it. Um, just, I don't need that negativity in my life, you know? 2020's been hard enough, all right? So just leave me alone. Just leave me five-star reviews, okay? Uh, I talk longer than my, my outro music. Oh, man. Okay, all right, guys. Hey, I'll talk to you uh, sometime soon. Hopefully not a month from now. Probably won't be a month from now because spooky season! This episode of the Savannah Zombie Podcast is brought to you by Valhalla Books' upcoming anthology, The Devil's Do. Nothing is ever as it seems. Ill-begotten wealth, fame, and glory come at a high price. Featuring award-winning authors and Horror Writers Association members, The Devil's Do offers enthralling horror stories of underhanded deals gone awry. And if you pre-order it now, it will deliver to your device on Halloween. Yes, that's right. October 31st of this year. Halloween's not canceled, y'all. So go ahead and go out there and pre-order it now. I've got a story in it. I think it's pretty good. You should definitely check it out.